0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
0: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
2: Ch-ch-chumba.
1: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome in everybody to another edition of Future Brew right here on Mazebrew.com. Going to be talking about some Michigan Wolverines football recruiting. It's going to be positive only today. I think it was the a week or so ago was the last one that we did, and uh, it was kind of a negative Nancy about Jim Harbaugh, but we got some good news on the day of this recording. In fact, about 10 minutes before we started recording, uh, is the news that Jim Harbaugh is staying the head coach of the University of Michigan football team. So that is positive news all around, not going to the NFL, just going to be staying put right here in Ann Arbor. And hopefully they can get stuff going on the recruiting trail ASAP because it hindered them in the 23 class like we talked about a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we'll certainly see if it uh, hinders anything in 24, I think, uh it's not going to impact it as much as it did uh, the previous cycle. Let me bring in my co-host John Simmons. We were just chatting John before we started recording here and and we didn't really have this planned in the uh, sh- in my show sheet uh, as far as what we were going to talk about and uh you know what we had planned and everything. So this is kind of a little impromptu discussion on Jim Harbaugh uh, remaining Michigan's head coach and how it affects recruiting. But uh, I'll bring you in first John. Other than this good news, how else are you doing, man?
2: Uh, Great. you know, Always busy, always up to stuff, but this news definitely uh, makes the day a lot better, especially in regards to recruiting. Uh, I'm very glad that they got it done, and a lot quicker than last year.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. If it were anything like last year, we'd still be waiting. We'd be waiting another month or so to receive good news that Harbaugh would be back at Michigan. He had the... Uh, the the Minnesota Vikings potential head coaching job. He flew all the way out to Minnesota uh, during the February signing day period of all days and then ends up coming back, not getting that job and kind of put a damper on the 23 class like we talked about a couple weeks ago on the podcast. But I don't think it's going to have as much of an impact moving forward in this one. I think there's definitely going to have to be some discussions and conversations had between Harbaugh and the recruits in the 24 and beyond classes, I guess, if you want to really get into 25 and further down the road. But the immediate class that uh, they're going after, the kids in 24, and we'll talk about a few of them coming up here as far as a a few kids that visited Michigan over the weekend. But I I think Harbaugh is going to have to have an honest discussion with these 2024 kids at the very least as far as, hey, you know, this was you know whatever the situation was, whether he was looking into the NFL for leverage, uh, to get a better contract, to get more money uh, for better NIL purposes. I mean, whatever the reason was that Harbaugh was doing this, and I don't doubt that he had legitimate interest in going back to the NFL because he came so close to getting a Super Bowl, and uh, the one Super Bowl that he lost was against his own brother. So I'm sure that that haunts him at night as well but uh, he is going to have to have uh, some discussions with these kids and their parents to just reassure them he will be back at Michigan uh, throughout the not only just this upcoming season but throughout the entire I guess college uh, four-year process that uh, their uh, respective child will be going through at the University of Michigan so John any uh, initial thoughts other than Uh, Anything that I just said or anything you agree or disagree with or any other thoughts uh, uh, pertaining to Harbaugh recruiting 24 class in general?
2: Yeah, I think he needs to be on the phone with Jaden Davis tonight um, talking about how he's going to stay. You know, we're still at the early stage here. We don't know what, you know, new contract or anything he signed. But hopefully there's language in there that, um, you know, whether it be a buyout or an incentive to stay longer that they can use because we know they're getting Uh, really negatively recruited right now because it's been two years of this that um, what's to say Harbaugh doesn't do this next January and there needs to be something that um, is in there that gives the recruits and their families some insurance that he'll be around for a little while so hopefully that's in there Um, but I think that regardless they're going to have a good 2024 class um, which is really good to see after the kind of disappointing class in 23.
1: Yeah, disappointing for Michigan standards, that's for sure. No top 100 prospect in that class as far as the 24-7 sports composite goes. A few really good recruits, I will say. I I like Eno Etta. I like Cole Cabana. uh, I I like Carmelo English, the wide receiver that they picked up during uh, the first day of the early signing period in December, but Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of project guys that are going to take some time to really get their feet wet and really get into the college game. So, yeah, and I agree about Jane Davis. I think Harbaugh (laughs) in his uh, statement or in whichever statement it was, it it said that uh, President Ono Santa Ono had, had just got off the phone with Jim Harbaugh. And and I do hope that Harbaugh, once he ended that phone call, he did call Jaden Davis and said, Hey man, I'm, I'm back. And you're going to hear about it really soon on social media, on all these websites, masonbrew.com too. Um, But uh, yeah, I I really do hope that he reached out to Jaden Davis or is at least going to do that at some point in the near future, because he is the most important recruit. To Michigan in the 24 class there's no doubt about it not only is he a five-star prospect but he is a five-star quarterback and Michigan is certainly due to receive a highly ranked quarterback prospect in this 24 class and if they don't get one in this 24 class then you can start to uh, panicking, uh, I guess, or uh, you know, uh, raising red flags all over the place. Probably going to search for uh, a quarterback in the portal at that point. If you don't get an elite one, so Jaden Davis, right at the very, very, very top of the recruiting wish list for, I assume, Jim Harbaugh and all of his assistant coaches and uh, all Michigan fans in this twenty-four class, he is vital to how this shapes up. And the sooner that that gets done the sooner a potential commitment happens, uh, the sooner that they can start getting the ball rolling on other elite talent, especially on the offensive side of the ball in the 24 class. So John, any other final thoughts from you as far as Harbaugh, um, coming back with uh, recruiting endeavors and Jane and Davis or just anything in general about this. Cause uh, like I said, this was kind of an impromptu thing. Didn't have this planned out whatsoever, but it, very important to discuss this nonetheless.
2: Uh, I just think the timing is really good with uh, Michigan set to have a couple of junior days in the next couple of weeks. It gives the assistant coaches, you know, their pitch. They don't have to kind of couch all their uh, pitches to the recruits and stuff with, Saying if Harbaugh's here and only trying to pitch the school and stuff like that, um, I think it opens up everything they can get back to normal and use, you know, recruit at full strength, which I think is going to be huge. That's
1: a really good point because they do have a couple junior day weekends coming up, they're gonna have several of their top targets on campus. We will definitely talk about that on this podcast, uh, future podcasts on Future Brew and on com. But for now, Let's kind of transition to what we were originally going to talk about before this breaking news happened with Jim Harbaugh. Michigan brought in a couple highly regarded 2024 prospects this past weekend. Uh, At that time, there was uncertainty about, uh, Jim Harbaugh's future as Michigan's head coach. But now that that's kind of wrapped up, we can really chat about this in a better perspective. So let's talk about these three kids because there were three highly regarded prospects that came in. So the first one we're going to talk about is four-star running back, Jordan Marshall. He's 5'11", 195 pounds. He is from Cincinnati, Ohio, and he is ranked number 105 overall on the composite, the number two player from the state of Ohio. We will get to the number one player in Ohio a little later on. He's also ranked number eight at the running back position, which is a big position of need moving forward for Michigan in this class. You think that they would be able to land at least one elite running back in this class, thanks to the success of Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards, even going back a couple of years to Hassan Haskins. Um, They've really had success at the running back position the last couple of years. So He got his offer from Michigan last June, and it was four days before getting the offer from the in-state Ohio State Buckeyes. He also has offers from Tennessee, Oregon, Kentucky, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Cincinnati, a few others in there as well. He's been to Ann Arbor multiple times at this point. Also got to see Michigan beat up on Ohio State in the horseshoe back in November. So that's always nice. He last visited Michigan, in October for the Michigan state game. John um, Marshall is looking to be one of the more important prospects in this class for Michigan. Definitely behind Jane Davis, who we already talked about maybe a couple of the other defensive prospects like uh, like Justin Scott might be ahead of him. Uh, but nonetheless, he is an essential target in this class, and this is a crucial step in this recruitment, getting him on campus early in the year, uh, especially at the time with all the Harbaugh stuff going on. Now that it's resolved, um, it, it might be uh, even more important that he was able to get on campus. Now that Harbaugh is back, and he can come back in the future, knowing who his head coach is going to be. So, take me through your thoughts as far as this recruitment and uh, the importance of getting him on campus so early this this
2: year. Yeah, I think it's good that they've continued to get them up there with these guys from Ohio. You know, I think it shows a lot of interest on their part um, that they're not just locks to Ohio State or something like that. So it's good that Michigan's getting up here a lot. Um, And I think what's really important with Marshall is that he seems to really be vibing well with uh, Mike Hart. You know, he talked a lot about how their personalities are similar and how he just likes hanging out, talking football, but also just about life and other things in general. So, you know, we talk a lot about Mike Hart's recruiting prowess and how it hasn't really uh, lived up to what we expected going in, but I think uh, Marshall's one of the few types of kids that uh, connect well with him and his more laid-back personality. So hopefully that will, you know, help a lot in this recruitment and they can forge that bond and uh, help him pull him out of Ohio.
1: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yeah, you certainly hope so. He is a very highly regarded prospect for a reason. He's, he's very talented, uh, playing in a talented state like Ohio. I mean, you're going to be prepared for Big Ten football for sure. And it kind of seems like that's probably where he's going to end up is in the Big Ten, whether it's Michigan. Or Ohio State, because the Buckeyes have really amped up the recruitment of Jordan Marshall in recent weeks as well. So they're going to be tough to beat in this recruitment, but it, I think this is a hill that Michigan can climb and, and get to the top of. I think Marshall really has interest in the Wolverines, obviously, since he visited this past weekend. Uh, and, and I think the running back success and obviously the recent success, just in general, getting to the college football playoff, winning the big 10, all of those awesome accolades. I think all of that definitely helps with a recruit that you may or may not have a legitimate shot with otherwise. So I, I think the success at the running back spot and the fact that clink scale is also uh, playing a part in this recruitment is also nice considering, um, you know, Mike Hart. I, I mean, it's been talked about on this podcast, on Mason Brew, on other websites, and, and kind of like what you'd said, um, you know, I, I I don't think Hart is the best recruiter, on the staff by any means, but I think he should be able to reel in a a, a quality running back in this class. And I think, uh, Jordan Marshall is certainly one of the top ones on his list. Taylor Tatum, a a top 100 kid from the state of Texas also up there as well. So they they got a couple options, uh, at the running back position, but I really do like Marshall and, uh, where things stand currently. I think Michigan's in a good spot. I don't think this is going to be wrapped up anytime soon. Uh, But I do think that uh, Michigan is certainly one of the schools to watch moving forward. Let's go to uh, the other Ohioan who was on campus this past weekend, the number one player in the state of Ohio in the 24 class. And uh, that is five-star cornerback Bryce West. He's 5'11", 180 pounds from Cleveland, Ranked number 27 overall on the 24-7 Sports Composite. He received his offer from Steve Klinkscale last January, so they have been recruiting him for a full year at this point. He has also visited numerous times, most recently for that Michigan State game, just like Jordan Marshall. He also holds offers from Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, those are the main other three that he holds in high regard, but it seems like Michigan and Ohio State are his top two at the moment. And I spoke with him uh, earlier today following the visit, and he said that he had a great time. He went to the basketball game with uh, Coach Klinkscale and another prospect that we'll talk about in just a few minutes here. It um, had a really good time and he went up to Ann Arbor with his mom and his dad. So that was the first time that they were able to see Michigan up close as well. John, I, w- I want to pass it to you. He he gave me a quote. I thought it was pretty interesting and I'll, I'll paraphrase it here, but he, he essentially said that he's been up to Michigan so many times that nothing really stood out to him because they didn't have to do anything to make it a special visit. He was just looking for a good time and he got just that. So from the outside looking in, maybe just like looking at the quote, it it may seem like a negative saying that he's been to Michigan so many times that nothing stood out to him, but go back to the first part of that quote. He's been up to Michigan so many times. That is a very key part of what he told me. I think the fact that you get a five-star prospect from the state of Ohio to visit you that many times before his senior season. I just think Michigan's got a really good fighter's chance uh, with him and and many of these other elite Ohio kids that they may or may not have had a good shot with over the last 10 years or so because of the success against Ohio State, because of the Big Ten titles over the last two years and the college football playoff appearances. I think they got a really good shot and and perhaps as good of a shot – as Ohio state, which I think is really crazy to say, but I I can't think of a highly ranked prospect from Ohio that they have had this good of a shot with since Zach Harrison uh, back in the 2019 or 2020 class. One of those classes Uh, and things didn't go Michigan's way in that one, but I think the Wolverines got a good shot here. Uh, What is your take on this recruitment and uh, everything coming off of Bryce West's most recent visit?
2: Yeah, I think that quote is um, uh, important, you know, even though he like said that this visit wasn't that special for him or nothing stood out because he had been there so often. I still think it's a huge visit because he got his parents up there for the first time. And we all know how important getting mom and dad on board is when uh, you're trying to recruit a player. So I think it's good that they were able to get the chance to come up and see campus and experience everything for the first time as well. So While he may be familiar with everything, they're still getting to know uh, the layabouts of campus and everything like that. So I think that's still a big, uh, important step in Michigan's recruitment here. And, you know, Steve Klinkscale is a great recruiter in the state of Ohio. He knows everybody. He's from there, grew up there, coached there. So he uh, has all the connections. And I think if anyone can pull a a five-star from Ohio like that, it's going to be Klink. And, uh, you know, they're off to a really good start here. They, Glenville has usually been very, very anti-Michigan since Ted Ginn Sr. has been the uh, running the program, and he sent his son to Ohio State. And ever since, it's been almost impossible to get guys out of there. But uh, I think if they were able to land Bryce West, it would really be a huge indicator that uh, Michigan has kind of swung the tide in Ohio after these two victories and could, could go down there and compete with the Buckeyes for anyone.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I think Klinkscale kind of started to prove that at the end of this uh, 2023 cycle when he got so many guys from the state of Ohio to commit very late in the cycle, Dewan Waller and Jason Hewlett and Cam Calhoun. I think they're really just getting started recruiting the state of Ohio and, and even Luke Hamilton to a degree, uh, the four-star offensive tackle commit that they have in this 24 class. So I, I think, the more Ohio guys that you get on the roster, definitely the better. And the fact that you've got Klingscale with all of his connections in the state of Ohio, he's been uh, very, very revered down there uh, in the state of Ohio for a very long time, even before he was uh, recruiting uh, when he was at Kentucky still. I just think uh, Michigan certainly got an ally uh, in the state of Ohio with Steve Klingscale. And uh, yeah, I I agree. I think if there's anybody that's going to be able to pull Bryce West out of the state of Ohio, it's going to be Klink, uh, the cornerback's coach at Michigan. Well, I just want to give a quick moment here to talk about Maze and Brew podcast sponsor here before we talk about our last uh, recruit who visited Michigan this past weekend, and that is Manscaped. And guys, it is finally here. Manscaped now sells beard products. You heard that right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit from a beard trim to a fresh save Shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. And it all starts with the Beard Hedger. A cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard. So you don't have to have messy drawers full of extra add-ons anymore. Grooming your face has never been this easy, guys. Again, 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. And the best part of it all, perhaps... It's waterproof, so you can do this in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. And you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com. Use the promo code MNB20 for 20% off and free shipping. Now, John, let's talk about this final prospect here for today who was in Ann Arbor over the weekend, and he has been in Ann Arbor. Countless times, probably more times than I can count with my two hands. And that is four-star in-state defensive back, Jacob Oden. He's 6'1", 190. He's from Harper Woods, ranked number 161 overall on the 24-7 sports composite. Also the number five player from the state of Michigan, number 16 athlete in this 2024 cycle. Other than Michigan, he's got offers from MSU, Notre Dame, Penn State, Oklahoma, Tennessee. Uh, Purdue, Nebraska, a couple other Big Ten schools in there. So he's got plenty of scholarships. Klink has been recruiting him as well, and probably about as hard as any other defensive back in this class. Michigan offered him back on June 13th of 2021 So they have been going after him for uh, a hot minute, uh, to say the least. Much like the other two recruits we've discussed already today, he's been in Ann Arbor so many times that the coaching staff knows him quite well up to this point. Not really a whole lot more to really learn or uh, provide information-wise to him uh, other than you know, perhaps a, a finding a position for him to play, whether it's corner or safety. I guess that's still kind of up in the air as far as what he's going to play at the collegiate level. And The notable thing, John, is that there are three crystal ball predictions in for Michigan. All of them are from Michigan State insiders, which is pretty interesting to me. They were all uh, crystal balls for MSU at one point, and they all flipped to the Wolverines, which is, uh, you don't see that <laughs> very often at all. So, John, I'll pass it to you. Uh, it's always good to get a top in state prospect on campus for a visit like this, especially when he was with uh, Bryce West. We already discussed he's been friends with uh, Bryce West since eighth grade. Jacob Odin has. Uh, and uh, Michigan is uh, going after a few highly regarded defensive backs in this class. I guess you could qualify it like a, you know, a corner or a safety. I think Odin has the potential to play both. And uh, if they're going after a, a high quality safety in this class, uh, he, Jacob Odin is certainly uh, one of the top options for Michigan. And it's always nice to have a top option, uh, in your own backyard. So, John, um, I think things are looking pretty good with Odin. What do you think uh, just from uh, all these visits he's taken and uh, with those crystal balls flipping to Michigan recently?
2: Yeah. Every time I've written about Odin in the last uh, year or so, which is a lot because he's been on uh, campus so many times I've included that these Michigan state crystal balls were pre- pretty premature and uh probably not accurate. And now that they finally flipped to Michigan, um, it makes a lot of sense. You know, he's a legacy to Michigan. His dad went to school here to school at Michigan. You know, he's a local kid been there a thousand times. I think this one is Michigan's to lose Um, and with Jay Harbaugh and Klingscale recruiting him. I'm not sure which defensive back position he'll start at, but um, those guys are, are going to be tough to beat. And I think, uh, they should get him in the class pretty soon um, if they want to have a chance because if he keeps going without committing then it kind of turns into the why haven't you committed yet but I think there's still plenty of time and uh, to get him in the fold
1: yeah I mean plenty of time I, I mean you, you think of a few guys that maybe Michigan leans that are from the state of Michigan over the last few years even just going back to last Cycle with Amir Herring. He didn't pull the trigger until July or so, albeit that was a little bit of a, a different situation there. Uh, But nonetheless, they're still able to get these uh, highly regarded in-state kids that they want to have uh, on their football team. So yeah, Odin, I I think with the whole legacy aspect of everything and the fact he's been on campus so many times, I I really think this is Michigan's to lose as well. I think the Wolverines are are right at the top. They got the best shot out of anybody and I would be really surprised uh, as of current day if he ended up committing and signing with a different school. So I I really like where uh, Michigan stands with Odin. I I like where Michigan stands with all three of these guys. I think they got a legitimate shot with Odin, with Jordan Marshall and with Bryce West and uh, perhaps Jaden Davis too, if uh, Harbaugh picks up the phone or hasn't done so already uh, to uh, give him personally, the good news that he's staying. So, uh, I think that'll do it for uh, today's future brew. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, thank you, John. As always, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. Follow John at Simmons underscore John. Give Maize and Brew a follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube channel, all that good stuff. Five-star reviews on all of our podcasts. And please subscribe to Maize Brew podcasts if you have not done so already. For John Simmons, I am Vaughn Lozon. We will be back with another edition of Future Brew in the very near future. Thank you so much for listening.